I am so tired of people saying that you you need to keep music out of politics. You can not. We cannot sit there and say we don't have politics in music when we're looking at Sexy Red as the symbol of hip-hop today. And why hip-hop is fucked up. One fucking girl! We're putting all the hip-hop on her shoulders. And not just all of hip-hop, but female hip-hop too. Exactly, because why we base it on fucking politics? And that's bullshit. We base it on Lizzo's weight. We base it on whether it's dark skin or light skin. Black people don't listen to rock. You know how many times I have seen videos where there are black artists in their 20s saying that they get told black people do not listen to rock. They're in their fucking in 2020 fucking four you mean to tell me politics race and religion do not have anything music when we look at d1 and what he's speaking about we look at ruslan who's talking about who we look at what joe button said about you christ and you jesus christ and bible thumping ass niggas we are sitting here saying that religion race and politics have nothing to do with music you guys are fucking kidding your What's up, y'all? Harkos here with the Music Making Sense Podcast. And with me, as always, is the dapper Dan Mohawk man, looking like he spent a couple of grand. Oh! KP! How the hell you doing, KP? I'm giving you for that one for that bar, dude. That was a bar. (laughs) That was a bar. I I thought about that that this morning. That was a (laughs) bar! Yes! No, I was thinking about that because, you know, <laughs> earlier this morning, you're like, hey, man, what time are you looking at to shoot this or whatever? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to walk, blah, blah, blah. And so and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the store to look at your dapper. And I'm like, okay. And then it just kind of hit me while I was out on the walk. I'm like, oh, I should say something about looking like you spent a couple grand. There you go. Oh, so that's where you came up with the bar? <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. No, no. Actually, you got to say it again. You got to say it again because the cheer was really pretty goddamn loud. So, well, Oh, I- no, you didn't. You didn't play the cheer. Oh, I didn't? You didn't play. No, it didn't play. I think you oh. gotta resync it. Oh shit! There it is. There we go. All right. There we go. But anyway, uh, yeah, we're here with another dope ass episode of Music Making Sense podcast, as always. And uh, you know, on the last episode, uh, I you know, we we covered a lot of different topics. Mm-hmm. You know, from fashion to you know just you know getting hung up on the technicals versus, you know, the, the actual nuts and bolts of what you actually need to do. But like today we kind of wanted to go into a little bit different topic. And, you know, some of y'all are probably going to automatically think, Oh, well, it's because it's election year. Y'all want to talk about politics, but we're not talking about that kind of politics. We're nah. talking about politics and music, but from a different t- standpoint, we're and talking shout about out to like, our Dr. Martin Luther King, Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's his birthday today as well, too. 15th is when we're uh, shooting this, but it comes out a week later. Yeah. So, you know, there's all that. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, and he was heavily involved in, in politics as well, too. But what we're talking about more is the business portion of politics in music, where if you're not in, you're out. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be, or maybe in just, with or maybe I, I think, like that I think well more too. so as a fan. I think, I think when you say business, are you speaking of like from a fan base? Because also, because you know what? Now that now that I say that, fans are part of the business. 
fans are part of the business, but I was talking about as the artist and you're trying to navigate the business side of it. You got a bunch of the politics that you got to try to either, either go around or play within. And I always recommend go around. Don't play within all that dumb shit because then you end up selling out yourself and selling yourself short. For okay, but what, what do you, you mean see by that? Some progress. So, like, okay, for instance, you know, a lot of indie artists they look at the industry and they're like, "Oh man, you know, I got to fit this certain mold in order to hop into the industry, or I got to do these certain things." And like, they sit there and they glad hand a and r's and exec and stuff like that in order to get a deal and then once they get the deal then they get they're like they're trapped they gotta do what they're told to do and everything like that and then they gotta fit in this mold and so you know some indie artists they see that and they're like okay this is what i gotta do to be successful but then there's some people like myself and yourself who are like you know what no i think there's a different path You know, and so that's what I always try to tell people is like, look, you don't need a label. You know, I was just talking with an artist earlier this morning who, uh, you know, he just released, uh, uh, you you actually might like it's very, very eclectic, like metal music. And he just released uh, his his video today or his track or whatever today. And it's already up at like 1600 views on YouTube. And he said, you know, that's pretty dope considering you know, in my, you know, in my niche, the highest person has like 9,000 views over like the last, you know, year or two. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's pretty dope, you know? And he's like, yeah. And that person even has the backing of a label. And I was like, well, I personally think that labels are actually slow you down because they're heavy. You know, you get all those working pieces that you're trying to pull along. There's some aspects of a label that can help, but you got to think about the machine. You got all these people that got to eat in order to help move you down the road and half of them you don't even fucking need or use you know and you know we got indie indie artists out here and stuff like that you know like in the hip-hop space like nick d or like la russell and stuff like that who are making it big by just getting select people around but, them to help and there's them. a difference though here and i and i'm as i'm listening to you i was just it's money i was talking with um actually i made a post on TikTok about like a 10 minute post and I was breaking down the difference between, like, or I was to talk about the different. Well, I for one part, one part I was speaking about hip hop artists not being supportive of other artists who are who they always like to send their their music to and things like that. And then the second part, I spoke about having the advantage when it comes to um, rock and metal, rock metal and punk and jazz artists. I said there's an advantage that you have, right? And one of those advantages that I, that I was speaking to and that you bring up that as I'm listening to you, I think that the difference is when it comes to um, rock and metal and, and jazz, they do have a sense of label liability, label reliability. More so than a hip hop. It um it can be. You you talking about like they need it or it's useful? It's more it's more useful for 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 them. It's and 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 I and I can explain that. that. Bacon bits said this best too. When it comes to rock and metal, I know I love that name. Matt Bacon is his (laughs) actual name. Shout out to him, man. But he said this like it's just it's. 
for rock and metal is just having the support of a label. That's why when my when I was with my old band, my old guitarist and I would get into it because we do it's like it's having that label support gives you more opportunity. All right, all right, all right, y'all. I just want to take a quick break right here to tell you about something hot and spicy. And no, I'm not talking about that Latina thing that you saw on Tinder the other day. I'm talking about hot sauce. And not just any hot sauce, but Tennessee Hot Sauce Co. All right? I personally know the owner of Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, and I've seen him grow this company from just something that he would sell a few bottles at the local farmer's market to something that can ship all across the United States now, all right? And you guys have a unique opportunity right now to save 20% by using the code MMCPOD when you check out on any order over at Tennessee Hot Sauce Company's website, all right? That's tnhotsauceco.com. Make sure you all go check them out and use the code MMCPOD over at checkout and save 20%. You guys got to check this out, all right? They have all kinds of great great flavors. My personal favorite is Poblano Jalapeno. It has a mild kick to it because I'm a little bit of a bitch when it comes to spices, but it has great, great flavor. I put on all kinds of stuff. I put it on steaks. I put it on burgers when I'm cooking them. I put it on tacos and enchiladas, stuff like that as well too. But I've tried many of these other flavors like the garlic habanero, and the honey habanero, the blood orange ghost, and the pineapple habanero. Now, the pineapple habanero was one that really, really snuck up on me because it had a great sweet flavor of the pineapple. And it wasn't nothing overbearing, but it had a very, very good flavor to it. And then all of a sudden, boom, I got hit in the ass with a habanero and I had to go grab some milk, all right? But these are some great flavors and they have all kinds of different options. They have the collection, which has the full lineup of all six of their most popular sauces. They also have different subscription boxes. You have a three sauce option, a four sauce option, yearly and bi yearly options is available as well, too, for the boxes. Then you also have all kinds of other new flavors that they have that I've never tried yet. I actually got to get that shipment in here soon of the barrel aged whiskey and the mustard dill scorpion those are two that look very very interesting and i want to try them out one thing i did try is one of their new options that they have here which is the poblano jalapeno beef jerky but like i said i love the poblano jalapeno sauce and whenever i tried this jerky no bullshit i ate the whole bag before i can even sit down and shoot this promo right here all right and so luckily i know the owner like i said so i got another bag on the way but y'all gotta go check it out and he also told me they got some more flavors coming out of the jerky as soon as they get operations up and running on that brand new venture right there, all right? So again, make sure y'all go over tnhotsauceco.com, use promo code MMCPOD at checkout and save 20% on your order. And on top of that, orders $50 and over are free shipping in the United States. So again, make sure you go check this out. Small batch, small brand, but powerful flavors tennessee hot sauce company now let's get back to the show and more resources right because then you got more backing when it comes to shows you got more backing when it comes to advertisement things like that so that's why and metal rock and metal labels you are really good about that so that's right. why they that's why it's important for like for a lot of rock and metal bands to get signed, even when it comes to jazz, even though I think jazz doesn't have as many 
don't have as many labels and that's why a lot of them don't really try to get out there and do it do it do it from a um a monetization stand but it's going to be easier to get out there and monetize right now because in 2024 just to let you guys know but um it's it is a lot easier and for hip hop i mentioned this as well it's easier be, to be more independent because you've gotten more success as independent artists. There's, there's record proof. There's your tech nine. There's, there's quite a few others out there who have been independently successful chance to rapper tech nine. You know what I'm saying? They've shown that you could get out there and be an independent and become successful. So, right. But there was a time when they couldn't show that. Right. But my say, but at, but more so in this day and age, even when you look at it from looking at it from the marketing music marketing perspective, the focal point has been hip hop because the most successful artists in independent when it comes to being independent has been hip hop. So why can't that change? Why can't? Oh, no, no. I'm not saying that it can't. I'm not saying that it can't change. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that we have to keep that in mind. And even when you think about it, physical copies, like people say, well, can it change for hip hop? Hip hop is all, but when streaming came out, hip hop was on top of that. When, when it came to, when it came to physical copies, with the exception of CDs, hip hop, with the exception of CDs, hip hop mostly dominated digital. They dominate digitally. Right. Period. But but that was probably because the response was from rock was to cry and sue. And the response from hip hop was, okay, let me make this to my advantage. Yeah. You see right. what I'm no, saying? No, no, you're and right. So, no, no, you're so right. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, Fuck. So I love Metallica, but that's what they did. Yeah. They cried and sued. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like you know, it's, and then the hip hop was like, all right, let's make something out of nothing as always. Right. Oh, yeah. And so, and so, but so that success helped them grow beyond the limitations of rock. And they were even facing a lot of the music industry stranglehold that a lot of the, the rock politics. groups had and everything like that, the politics of the bullshit and everything like that. But as you said, over the years, many artists have been able to break free independent and and make their own way and i think that rock can do the same thing what what you just said was very interesting is that you you i don't know if you you noticed this but you just said that hip-hop was able to break free of the music industry stranglehold but rock and jazz and everybody else cannot like you just said it as a matter of fact but i don't believe that you know i think that they could do it just the same you know, instead of worrying about having a label to help you with your tour oh, no, no, and no. stuff like saying... that, you get you 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 subcontract out for specific things that you want and need. Instead of having some big machine taking ninety percent or more, then you can sit there and you can control your own destiny, just like Tech Nine did. You know, he hired a, a 
you know, a company to help out with tours. He helped one to help out with PR and stuff like that. You know, yeah, he created it under his label and stuff like that. But, you know, La Russell, Chance the Rapper, people like that, you know, they micromanage their own stuff or at least subcontract out to, to do stuff. And I think I think rock and jazz and whoever else can do that as well, too. And they like you said, in this day and age, it's easier for people, to, you know, hip hop artists to be independent because of all the resources available. Rock and everything like that can take no, can use those same resources. I, I get what you're saying, but no, what I was getting to. Before you said that, no, I wasn't, I wasn't saying that they believe, I said they believe that. I oh, said that right. they yeah. believe that they have, that they are, um, they, they have they, to have that. They, they're, 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 they're record label reliant. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that. And yeah. And when you and, said they're record label reliant, I was like in a positive or a negative. And then when you said it, you made it seem like it, it was like more of a negative. And I think it is kind of a negative because yeah. well, you were trying to you were you were kind of framing it as a positive. It's like, hey, the label is really useful because they can do this, 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 and this. And no, I'm no, like, no. I yeah, was saying the that they frame, they frame they frame it as a positive because mm. they're looking at it and this and like I told you, we had got my guitarist and I would get into mm-hmm. arguments. Because I was the one who felt like I was be, that I could be more independent. Mm-hmm. They, on the other hand, thought more of, well, we could just get signed. And that's where mm-hmm. the breakup became. That's where we started breaking up. Because I believe more in independence. The majority mm-hmm. of the rock artists, the rock and metal bands that I've been, and, and musicians that I know, don't believe that. Right, and they I don't mean, believe that... in that independence like like I strongly do. Now there are no, some that that definitely there are definitely some that do, and they take mm-hmm. action on it. But a lot of them, if here's the thing, a lot of them don't take on the the idea of hey, I can be independent and monetize. No, their idea of the independence is more of. I'm just going to go have fun, not worry about making money. Yeah. That's and- the, that's the, that's the, 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 the way they take mm-hmm. when it comes to being independent and being a DIY. Mm-hmm. It's the whole, I don't give a shit about making money and I'm just going to do it myself and I'm just going to get yeah. out here and have fun and get this yeah. band and we're going to just fucking rock and people are going to like it. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, let's see what happens. If it happens, okay, cool. If it doesn't, then fuck it. We're just going to do what we do. That's yeah. that's the difference. It's, it's because it's because it's it's a cultural thing for them. Like they're like, yeah, let's get drunk or fucked up on something and make some music. Let's play some music in a fucking bar and shit like that. You know, it's it's the it's the vibe. You know, it's the it's the culture and everything like that. You know, and you know, we had talked about this a few episodes ago where it was like, you know, are are you keeping your music as a hobby because you think there's no money in it or because you think there's no money in it. Are you keeping it a hobby? You know, it's all about your mindset on which one you think is what, you know? And so like, I've got yeah, to the whenever- point where I don't even care. I don't even care about the psychology of it because here's the thing. And, and I'm telling you, and I'm telling you just by just recent experience that mm-hmm. I'm not even going to get into the psychology of it because here's the, it's to me, it's the words that are said. Right. It's the mm-hmm. I don't care about money and all that crap like that. Don't, mm-hmm. That's the language, like straight up firm to the point. Like, I don't give a shit about making money. I'm going to just I just want to have fun. 
and I'm not taking this seriously. So there it is, right? No, right. blank period. So to me, it's like trying to even get behind the psychology of it is a waste of fucking time. No, I could see that. I could yeah, see that. I, I, I get I get what you're is. saying with that. It's because they're hyper institutionalized. They're institutionalized. They think this well, they is how believe, it's and the funny to go, thing is so that they believe and, and and the funny thing that when you say that they're institutionalized, they believe that they're not. See, they think that <laughs> yeah. I but they think more so that I'm the one being more institutionalized because I want to go out here and make excuse me, because I want to make money at music. Well, yeah, the brainwashed often don't realize they're brainwashed. You know, the crazy, the crazy people in society are labeled crazy because they think differently and stuff like that. It's, it's a standard trope. You know, yeah. you can find that trope everywhere. You know, and so, yeah, that that's just how it is. Yeah, but, and it's like you like, have to be okay with this. Like even with this, when it's like this part of it's like you got to be okay with, um, you got to be okay and you got to advocate for well. You get you can have a job and do music and make money at music and have a job like he's like you gotta like you gotta advocate for that and I'm like I I mean it's just like to me I'm like man look I'm not trying to fucking work for nobody else like that fuck you well, I want to work I want to play music I want to get out there and make money at music. That's why I'm into tax. That's why I joined Taxi Music. That's why I fucking mm-hmm. love doing this podcast. That's why I fucking practice my drums hour an hour a day. You know what I'm saying? Because I fucking want to get out here and do this shit. That's why I started recording. That's why I'm listening to music and learning about this fucking business. Because I love this shit. And this is what I want to make money at doing. I'm not trying to do all these other jobs. I don't give a fuck about trying to... Yeah, I love fashion, but I'm not... Dude, I'm not really trying to get out there and sell no goddamn clothes. Fuck that. I'm not. not, And I fucking mean that shit, dude. Like if I'm tr- if I'm going to work out, I'm not trying to work out and come fucking make a goddamn fitness video. No, I'm working out because I want to get behind the kid and have some fucking stamina when I'm getting fucking stupid and busy on behind that motherfucker. That's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to do. I'm not trying yeah. to sit up there and do all that shit. Yeah, I wear the clothes because I like to look fucking good. Yeah, you know. But no, my heart yeah. exactly. But my heart is fucking my dude. I want to play music. That's what the fuck I love doing. I don't I don't want to do man. I get so sick and tired of people just they they make this funky ass way this funky ass excuse about well if you want to make it go dude make it a goddamn hobby. I'm not mad about that, but don't fucking chastise me because I want to fucking make money at this shit. Well, they advocate they they advocate mediocrity because they're minimally minded. Yeah, they're simple I mean, minded. They're simple minded motherfuckers, and they can't see it, beyond anything. They, okay, yeah, maybe I'm not about because, to start digging into the psychology of it. My bad. No, because <laughs> it's it's a, it's a lottery. It's a lottery mindset, right? Yeah. So they're either like, "Oh, I'm just gonna sit over here and chill in my mediocrity," or, "Man, one day we can get signed by a label and then we're good," right? You know, it's just that same same thing. Like it's like. You know, you have the people that play the lottery all the time and are like, eh, whatever. And then you have the people that are like, oh, one day I can hit the lottery, but they never fucking play it, yeah. you know? And, and so, yeah, like all those people, they settle for mediocrity because they, they're too afraid to push themselves just a little bit outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. I'm not even talking about going way out of their comfort zone, about quitting their job and moving to fucking L.A. and starting yeah, a rock I mean, band. Yeah, you don't even like, have to do all like, that. Yeah, like Axl Rose did or like Shannon Hoon did that are yeah. from where I live at right now. You know what I'm saying? They did all that shit. 
you ain't got yeah you ain't got to do all that shit no, you don't. but you can still think outside the box take some yeah. steps that somebody else is not doing Shout out to you my know, man the, Matt Vanderbilt, who's up in who's a who's a who's a fucking composer, amazing composer here in up in Idaho, Nampa, Idaho, and I fucking met at the um at the 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 rally, man. And my man's kicking ass, and he does bodybuilding and shit, and he's ripping it up, man. It got killer music out there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he's able to live his life, man. And I'm just that's like I mean. It, but and that's the thing like people don't think that you can do that but you truly can you don't have to get out there and try to be beyonce you don't have to get out there and be the fucking the fucking rolling stones you truly fucking don't man i'm and i'm and i'm telling people that and they're like they thinking that i'm just you know blowing smoke in their fucking ass and i'm not dude i'm just right just fucking frustrating man me and you are in the same boat with this shit and i think one of the biggest problems is is that is that we have the knowledge and we're trying to spread that knowledge and trying to show but since but since i'm not tech nine and since you're not you know Somebody like that, right? The Since Black Trent Redner the... meets fucking Hans Zimmer with fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Since we're not, since we're not living that lifestyle, and then trying to tell people about it and stuff like that, you know, we're not, we're not all these these people. They look at us and like, oh well, you know, yeah, that's just what you say, but blah blah blah. And it's like, look, look, look. Just because I'm not there yet doesn't mean I'm not making strides. You're not even taking strides, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, really. It's like, do you even understand? Like, I make, I don't just, I don't sit here and complain about the investments I make of, I make into no. this shit. I just get to, yeah. I just get there and do the goddamn work. You know yep. what I'm saying? And they're, and it's and like, they're not say, even want to do that. And, I, and, do, and I, the funny thing is that I actually enjoy what I do. And that's why mm-hmm. I continue to try to encourage other artists to get out there and do the shit. I'm not telling y'all how to live your lives. I'm telling you that if you want to make a life in me, if you want to make a living doing music, you truly can. That's all I'm saying. That's all, all that's what every one of us are saying. All the fucking Mm -hmm. from Rick Barker to, to, to brand man network, to burst mode, to fucking Damien keys, every single one of them. All they're telling you guys is that if you want to make money at music, you can all right y'all harcos here i just want to take a quick little break from the episode to let every single one of you artists know about a great opportunity for you to grow your online presence through blogs and social media for 30 days for only ten dollars if you've already been checking out the podcast you know i've already talked about this a little bit here and there but i created 10 blog websites that all have their own social media presence on twitter and facebook and they are growing leaps and bounds getting tens of thousands of impressions and eyeballs every single month and that's just not in total that's every single account i have a full video breakdown available for this on every platform where you're listening to this right here right now the episode is called how much marketing can ten dollars get you all right i go through a full explanation of it but if you've already watched that and you want to find out more go ahead and go to musicmakingsensepod.com send me a message in chat and i will get right back to you and we will get this rocking and rolling and get you growing on social media especially if you want to grow that press 
presence on Twitter or X. This will definitely help you out. Like I said, I got 10 blog websites with 10 different Twitter accounts that have tens of thousands of impressions every single month. You can be right there with them, getting all those eyeballs and growing your presence online. So make sure you hit me up right now, musicmakingsensepod.com. Hit the chat button and send me a message, and we will get you on point with this great new promotion. All right, let's get back to the episode. You just got to do the goddamn work. And that's what a lot of people don't want to do. They don't want to do that work. They don't want to take three, four, ten years to fucking get to a point where they're self-funded. You know, they don't want to go through all mm-hmm. of that because that's that's too difficult. It's much easier for them to just just work their job and then chill and have fun, you know? Yeah. Hey, man, you know, KP, why are you hitting on me, man? I just want to, you know, be a retail associate of this music store and then, you know, on Friday and Saturdays, go out to the bar and fucking play some music and have a couple of drinks, man. That's I just want to live my life like that. Okay, fine. Go over there, you mental midget, and be a mediocrity <laughs> motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. See, I don't hate them for it. That's the thing. Like, I don't me, hate them for, for it either, either. but just... I realize what it is. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I realize okay. what it. I yeah. realize what it is. I'm not hating on him for it. I'm just saying, hey, you're a mental midget. Okay, fine. I know who you are. You know who I am. Now we've established that. Right. You know, and, and then it kind of goes from there. It's just like pre 2020 for you know from like 2012 until like 2020 when I'm sitting here talking all this crazy you know conspiracy theorist crazy nonsense right to everybody talking about how you know you got to be prepared to fucking live off the grid and you know blah 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 all this kind of thing self-sufficiency everything like that (laughs) you know the government you know there's actors in the government that want to fucking control everything you do and blah 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 and people are always like oh well man you're hardcore you're just crazy man you're just you're out there you you think that everybody wants in your business man if i'm not doing nothing then i don't care if the government listens to me blah 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 everything like that and then 2020 comes around and they're like hey what should i do harcos you know what i'm saying and it's the same thing that's gonna that that keeps on happening in the music shit and it's gonna keep on happening with the music shit with both me and you we're gonna keep talking to these people and a lot of them and 90 percent of them are gonna be like oh no that ain't for me oh this oh that you know all these mediocrity excuses and then Shit's going to hit a fan at some point in their life. Something's going to switch and in, in about 50% of that them. And they're going to be like, hey, so what should I do? And then that's why we're right here being like, hey, start at episode one. And when you catch up to the most recent, let me know. You know what I'm saying? And then go from there. Like, show <laughs> me that you're willing to fucking work for it. I want you to go listen to all the episodes until current day of my podcast. And then holla at me. And what's going to happen is if they actually want to go and take that step and do it, once they start listening to episodes, they're going to start messaging you about something that was said on the episode. And then, you know, they're, they're fucking serious. You know what I'm saying? Because because these type of people, man, they they're just going to come up with excuses. They're going to want a quick fix. They're going to want that quick shot, that quick hit. You know, they just want, oh, just solve my problems real quick for me, man. Just I, I don't want to spend money, but I don't want to have to work for it either. I just want to fix. Can you fix it? You know what I'm saying? No, can't. Sorry. Because no. I've been working for years to try to fix my fucking life, and I'm still grinding on that fucking shit. Exactly. So, you know? yeah. So, dude, with that, man, give you a minute. Appreciate it. Now, I do have to, because because as we continue this topic, man, because I think this is, so, this is such a great 
such mm-hmm. such a great topic to touch on. And sorry, guys, I got a little emotional, but I, I do. I just I, I want people to do. I really do. I believe that you can make a living. I truly believe and I see it. There's proof out there that you can make a living, a good living off of making music. And that's all I want to really just say to you guys. Dude, you ain't got to apologize. I get just as emotional about the same fucking topic, man. Yeah. Because just because we delve in different fucking genres of music for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we we, ba- we go back and forth and stuff like that. But oh, yeah. like we still have the same fucking problems. We still have mm-hmm. the people saying the same fucking shit to us. We still got the same people saying the same fucking dumb shit all the damn time. You know? Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I get you just scared as emotional, MCs. man. You got yep. You got your scared mm-hmm. MCs who don't want to get out there, and, and then it's like, dude, get out there and do it. You know, you got the talent. You know, you're. Well, and then yourself. the thing that fucking trips me out the most is that when they do invest, they invest in the get rich quick schemes, and then when it fails in their face, they blame something else yeah. instead of blaming themselves for taking the wrong fucking choice. You know what I'm saying? Just. Yeah, just like with all like, you know, play, paying for playlist placements on Spotify and stuff like that that was huge over the last 4 years or so in hip hop, right? In under in independent hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now that, you know, district kids playing with their money and Spotify's playing with their numbers and stuff like that. Oh, well, you know, the industry's just rigged against indie artists, man. They don't want to see us succeed. No, you were trying to take that quick and easy route and the system caught up with you. Now you're fucked. Yeah. Because you didn't build nothing. You had hundreds of thousands of streams on your Spotify and only a couple hundred followers on socials. You had zero people in your fucking email list. So when your Spotify got shut down for fraud and your DistroKid account got closed and locked for fraud, Damn, then you're out here. Then you're out here, people I know. Then you're out here going, oh man, I think I'm just going to stop making music. Yeah, because you weren't making music. You were making Bernie fucking Madoff decisions. Oh you know, God. that's crazy. I that's, didn't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's been people was... I've known that done that. And there's plenty of people I don't know that had that happen to as well, too. Mm. That they're fucking they got kicked off Spotify, everything like that, because they were running fucking stream teams and fucking bot farms and shit like that. And it catches up with you, man. Holy shit. And, and, and what's crazy is there's still people doing it to this day. Fucking Martin Luther King's birthday, 2024. At the time <laughs> we're recording this, there's still people out there not only selling playlist placements in bot farm shit but there's also people buying it and creating their own little stream teams where they get you know all the devices they have on in their house and their friends and family and stuff like that to just fucking play it random but they try to keep the numbers low every day or every hour so they don't get detected right but they're still doing it instead of taking all that time effort ingenuity and creativity to actually create something of substance that can actually grow their fucking fan base They'll spend, dude, they will spend $70 on a playlist placement on Spotify for a month to get thirty to 50,000 streams on Spotify that kicks them back maybe $20. Instead of spending that $70 on awareness campaigns to maybe grow 10, 15, 20 fucking followers, real followers who click, hey, I like this, I want to see more on your Spotify, or maybe even convert to getting on your fucking email list and getting something for free from you. They won't spend the money on that, but they'll do it to have those vanity metrics. And it fucks them every time. Mm, yeah. 
I see that all the time, man. Yeah. So I don't know where we were going before I went on a rant. Like that, <laughs> but, but no, like, so, so, oh yeah. So I have the same passion that you do. So don't yeah. apologize for getting passionate, man. Oh yeah. You know, but, but as I was going to say, man, for, um, we were talking about, as we were talking about for music and pol- music and politics, um, are they, the title is actually music and politics. Uh, there's more in com- They have more in common than, than we think. Mm-hmm. Um, like let's like we're talking about, um, since the Lex, since the, we were, cause we were actually talking about that. We were just talking about it, um, before we, before we got on air and, um, we're talking about the presidency. Now, I find it funny, and there's there's a thing that I hear people say about artists not being involved with politics and only to stick with the music, right? I, I hear that a lot. And the reason I'm bringing, the, my main reason why I brought that up in the beginning is because when I hear people say that, it's like, how can you? That's how can question. you separate? How can you separate music and politics when it, when you think about the very first sticker, parental advisory, mm-hmm. and how that whole sticker became became a thing, became the focal point of politics mm-hmm. and how we in music or music and politics, I should say mm-hmm. how it played such a role. And for people to say that it's like for people to say that keep politics out of music. You can't. No, you can't. You can't. There's I, no I mean, way I in would, hell. Yeah. You can. Not no, even you religion. Can't. You cannot keep politics and religion out of music. Period. Nope. I don't care what all you say. I know a lot of y'all, y'all want to say you should keep away. No, you can't. You cannot keep. I'm going to tell y'all the three things you truly can't keep out of it. Politics, religious, religion, and racism. Hmm. And race, I should say. Race. You cannot. It is impossible. Because, yeah, because why? music I'm gonna is the it. expression of the people. Exactly. When you say it's a universal language, that's like when people say music brings people together. No, it doesn't. It also brings people apart. Mm-hmm. It separates people. I've seen it. I know there are genres that do. Subgenres that do to this very day that we speak on. Right? And when we speak about Dr. Martin Luther King, right? Who wrote a song for him? Stevie Wonder. You cannot... We cannot say that, and I am so tired of people saying that you you need to keep music out of politics. You cannot, because also when you think about party music, you gotta be you you're being censored, and it, you you're being censored when it comes to it. Okay, we cannot sit there and say we don't have politics in music when we're looking at sexy red as the symbol of hip hop today. And why hip hop is fucked up. We cannot sit here and say that we are not, that we can't keep politics out of it. When we are saying that about this one, one girl, Mm. one fucking girl who is in fucking, who is, who is, who is a rapper, who is an entertainer, 
We're basing her. We're, ba we're putting all the hip hop on her shoulders. Why? And not just all of hip hop, but female hip hop too. All fe exactly. Because why we base it on fucking politics. Mm -hmm. And that's bullshit when I hear people say that. Mm -hmm. We base it on Lizzo's weight. We base it on all, all those things. We base it on whether it's dark skin or light skin. Black people don't listen to rock. You know how many times I've seen videos on TikTok where there are black artists saying, dude, how many times they're young, like in their 20s, saying that they get told black people do not listen to rock. They're in their fucking 20s. In 2020 fucking four, you mean to tell me politics, race, and religion do not have anything to do with do, do not have anything music. When we look at D1 and what he's speaking about, we look at Ruslan, who's talking about, who we look at what Joe Button said about you Christ and you Jesus Christ and Bible thumping ass niggas. We are sitting here saying that religion, race, and politics have nothing to do with music. You guys are Fucking kidding yourselves. Well, they're also oh. programmed to say that shit though, too. Oh yeah, they're programmed, Big time they're programmed program. to say black people don't listen to fucking rock. Why? Mm -hmm. Well, there's probably a we can go on for four hours about the whys. Yeah. But they're programmed to say shit like that. Yeah. And and, un, and unintentionally too, you know, you know, like you will get you can get programmed throughout your life, especially mm -hmm. as you're younger, for different outcomes in your life you know look at, kanye, if you, look at kanye look at what kanye's going through mm -hmm. look at exactly. what kanye is going through because of his because of his politics and you guys know that that's the thing you cannot mm -hmm. separate it it's i'm tired of people saying it no no you can't no nope. you can't no you can't separate it because you know like we were saying music is the expression of the individual and so whatever your individual thing is 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 there you know like i personally recommend that you try to keep party politics out of it but if you want to put in political messages they in your can't, music but okay you can't fine though, Hark. yeah you i can't. know but i'm just saying but i'm saying like if you put the message of equality or the message of whatever that kind of political message in there instead of saying you no know, trump or biden or whoever the fuck type of thing i'm talking about like bring the politics down from you know the patriots versus the jets and bring it down to you know like you know the people getting fucked over and the people doing the fucking or something like that you know what i'm saying bring now it down you're to going through now, now you're now you're yeah. not now you're now with what your statement's saying that's mm -hmm. messing with the freedom that's messing also messing with freedom of speech that's political mm -hmm. right yeah you i see what say I'm that saying? you see what i'm saying I, yeah, like, and, yeah. and, I, and i get what yeah. you're saying but you're seeing but you but you are it's political because now mm -hmm. you're saying about because now you're looking at regulation you're purely looking at regulation, which I'm not, mm -hmm. which I'm not knocking you for. Here's the thing. I'm not, mm -hmm. not knocking you for it, but I'm just making a point of when we say that we cannot, it's so goddamn hard for mm -hmm. us to take politics and regulation out of it and those things and root like race and religion and, 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 and fucking politics, because look at the way we talk about structuring music, right? Like mm. you just, you just gave a perfect example of what you were looking at, right? How you would say you, when you talk about not po the power of party politics, things, right? Mm. My, that's my point. 
-hmm. That is exactly my point. We cannot, no matter what, no matter what it is, we cannot, even when it comes to critiquing how a person raps to a certain song. I'm guilty of it just as well, babies, because I had a gentleman quit on me because of that critique, right? Mm -hmm. So we do, it's, it, we, it's a very, we cannot take away politics when it comes to music. When you look at free jazz, okay? Free jazz was because they wanted to get away from the structure of jazz, of, of standard traditional jazz. That's why, again, I called it when we were on the, the um, on the Twitter, the uh, X uh, talk. With, Twitter, uh, yeah, X spaces the other day, mm -hmm. yeah. I said that, that it's the black man's extreme metal. I referred mm -hmm. Jaffrey Jass to being that, right? To a lot of people, to certain people who are musicians, that makes a lot of sense. To certain people would be like, what the hell does that mean? Why does it have to be that, right? They, they'll Because I said it's a black man's extreme metal, just for me saying mm -hmm black man they will say well what does it have to do with race because mm -hmm. if you look at the structure right they that would be and i'm gonna have to explain why but you see what i'm saying it's like it would be mm -hmm. it still has it's still political all right y'all let me take a quick break right here to tell you about something that's completely fucking ridiculous okay it's called horribledesigns.com and I personally know the owner, and he's just as ridiculous as this whole fucking company is, okay? If you or someone you know loves stickers and mugs and shirts with crazy outlandish sayings on them that just are designed to catch people's attention out in public and get them to laugh and point and ask you, hey, where'd you get that t-shirt or where'd you get that sticker when they see it on your car and stuff like that y'all gotta go check out horribledesigns.com at horribledesigns.com they have all kinds of ridiculous sayings on stickers and coffee mugs t-shirts vinyl stickers magnets and even mouse pads okay and i'm telling you if you guys have not checked out horribledesigns.com you got to go check it out because some things are straight up great like the american muscle mouse pad it's got some awesome pictures of great muscle cars if you're into cars or you know somebody who's into muscle cars and they need some great mouse pad to have while they're on the computer working but then they also have dumbass fucking t-shirts that say things like are you staring at my ass with a picture of a donkey on it or stickers that say are you staring at my beaver with a picture of a beaver on it stuff like that man completely ridiculous shirts and stickers coffee mugs everything like that anything that you can ever think about having just to get people's attention make a statement out in public and just completely be ridiculous and to do it with some horrible designs at the exact same time and like i said i know the owner so he hooked us up with a great deal where you can save right now by using the link below in the description whenever you go there and shop you will not only support music making sense podcast but you also get a great deal on any and everything that you decide to purchase every time that you use that link right there in the description below so make sure you go check that out right now horribledesigns.com use the link below in order to get good savings go check it out buy some ridiculous shit for yourself or someone you know all right now let's get back to the show right, right. because and we're I, looking at even just what you, it's like yeah. you were saying yeah no and i get i get what you're saying like when i was saying that it was more of a suggestion but i do see where it is a regulational thing you know i i agree Despite what I just said, I agree that people should be able to say what they want when they want 
and and just go for it. Whoever whoever vibes with them, vibe with them. Whoever doesn't like it, doesn't like it. That's it is what it is, right? Right. You know. But at the same time, my suggestion is is that like if you remove a little bit of of if if you stick to the topic versus the jersey or the person that's the captain of the team, then you can sit there and like for instance for football, right? If you take Tom Brady out of it, you take the Patriots out of it, stuff like that, and you just talk about the moves being made in football, the regulation or whatever, you know what I'm saying, the problems within football and stuff like that, you do something like that, you're still mm-hmm. touching on the subject, but you're not it's a little bit more of a psychological thing because you're not triggering people to automatically be like, oh, you're with this person. That means you're against me. You know what I'm saying? You're not getting that blind followership as much, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. You see yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so that, that was my yeah, suggestion. Okay. But at the yeah, same okay. time, yeah. like, I think somebody should be able to come up with a whole song. You know, I think I think a black man should be able to come up with a song shitting on white people in the most fucked up, sadistic sounding way. <laughs> and, 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 and and a white dude should be able to do the same thing about black people in the same exact way if but they the, want. But, but that, right? ha- but, I mean, that's that, free and speech. that happens. That does. But right, right, right. right. That but I'm saying, right yeah, there. but I'm saying they should be, a, they both should be able to do it equally <clears throat> and neither one of them should be censored and whoever likes it, likes it. Whoever doesn't like it, doesn't like it. Right. Right. But my whole from point. That. Right, but my as whole much point, as it's fucked up, as, right, as no, much as no, it's fucked but up. But here's the thing, you know. Yeah. But no, but what, but what I, but my whole point is this. Hmm. Even just, it's just for us to say that. Just even with your point that you just brought up again, mm-hmm. it we can't. It's just to fans, and here's what I'm saying to fans, and I want to, and mm-hmm. I, and I'm, and I feel like I want to, and I want to say this because, as an artist, and even as when we look at business, and it's funny because you, as you were breaking up about uh, sports, I was just thinking about the segment of uh, of uh, Sean and Corey uh, speaking about um, the difference how af- how um, artists think of themselves when it comes to they just look at themselves doing a craft versus them seeing themselves as a brand which is mm-hmm. the difference of what's happening with athletes today like you're mm-hmm. seeing Draymond Green he's not just looking at himself as an NBA basketball player no he's looking at himself as a podcaster as a brand he's looking at mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying he's expanding that Shaquille O'Neal he's another one he's looking Peyton at Manning. himself more as a brand as a brand Peyton Manning they look at themselves more as brands. Deion Sanders, even as a football, as a college football coach, he looks at himself more as a brand. Dan Lanning, as much as everybody want to sit there and try to say, and he himself say about substance, his whole, that, that has become now his brand. Batman. And now he's going to have, and here's the thing, he's got to now live up to that brand for the, for the University of Oregon, mm-hmm. right? He has to. So the thing is, is that with when it comes to artists, man, you're you are a brand. And the thing is that, and and the reason why I'm saying that is because it's you you're gonna you're 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 no matter what, guys. You play the game of politics. You do, whether you vote for Biden, Trump, 
are, are going to vote for Dr. Cornell West. Hmm. You are playing the political game. Even if you decide not to vote, guess what? If you even if you come out with music talking about you don't vote or whatever, or people know you don't vote, or you try to keep it private, that's on you. But if you don't say anything about it, people are going to ask you what your stance is on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and if you why? say because I abstain, you're still participating. No, that makes so, sense. So that's so so this is what I'm saying, guys. You are no matter what, music and politics, mm-hmm. artists, fans, everyone, music and politics go hand in hand. Yep. They always have and they always will. Yeah, and and even still, like, even if it's not like governmental politics, there mm-hmm. still is politics you have to play within the industry yep. because there's different classes and different levels different within genres. the industry as well too and then there's different genres you know like you're thinking like oh you know it's rock is the shit rap is bullshit you're not even playing real instruments and then rap saying man I'm more, I'm more lyrical than you are motherfucker and everything like that you banging around your symbols and shit like a fucking ape what the fuck are you doing oh yeah country rock? talks you know about saying? they talk about this oh, girl yeah. is there a girl then they're losing their dog yep Politics. Yeah, what's the th- yeah, what's the thing? If you want to fucking uh, uh if you play a country record rac- record backwards, what happens? You get your whole life back. You get your wife back, your dog back, your house back, your job back, and everything <laughs> if you play the country record backwards, right? You know, you yeah. hear all that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. yeah, and like like that's a political game as well, too, man. So mm-hmm. you gotta make sure that you position yourself properly within that. What do you want to yeah. be known for within this game? Because you know, it is a street game. Poli- do you do you kick them street politics? Do you be kicking mm-hmm. it on the block street politicking with your dudes? Right? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm like, who are you? Who yeah. are you? Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, because that's really what it is. Like it's it's mm-hmm. just it, it. No matter what, y'all, it's like it, it even it's. And I said this before, yo. When it comes to you look at you look at the Chicago drill and shit, right? It's mm-hmm. politicking. Mm-hmm. It's politicking, dude. Well, and just like what you said on the last episode, man, you like, hey, sit and listen to your music, meditate on your music, and then figure out what is your brand. Who are you? Who do Shout you out speak to? Natasha to? Riddle for that one. Yeah, that was a that absolutely was a as well too. You know, what I'm saying, but I just got done finishing editing up the the thing here recently, the last podcast and everything like that. But you said that on the last episode too. You know, it's just like, who are you? You know, and I think that's a lot of the thing that a lot of artists miss, you know, because, you know, like in hip hop, you can see people who are putting on such a brand and you know, it's fake. Right. And you're like, man, this person's putting on the brand that they're fucking, a, you know, balling ass dope dealer out here in the streets. But then come to find out, you find out that they're a motherfucker who's never lived in the streets. They grew up in the suburbs and all that money they were flashing around was fake. And the only thing they've ever done is sold, you know, less than an ounce of weed at a time. Right. Something like that. It, you, you know, you find out like that kind of stuff. Right. Well, they're still trying to build a brand, whether it's fake or not. They're out here trying to do it. So look at what they're doing and do something similar, but do it real for you. Be who you are. In a real way, like Lil Russell, like, you know, all these other people, like Tech 9 you know what I'm saying? Be like them, 
don't try to be that fake ass motherfucker wannabe over there, you know. But well, you still some have to of do them the have sold. Thing. Though, then the thing is that maybe a lot of them have sold, but they just don't really put it out there. But they've, I mean, if you had going mm-hmm. to their deeper interviews and stuff, they'll tell you, yeah, they did do a little bit of dirt. Exactly, you know? and those people so as do well have too. That experience. Mm-hmm. And I have mad love for those type of people as well too, who don't talk about it in their music, but they're like, "Yo, I really did live that shit, and I had to get the fuck up out of it." So I switched everything, and then they became a force for positive because that's who they wanted to be. They're like, "Hey, man, I hate this fucking shit. I want to be something better than this." So they found out who they want to be and who they are and what they represent and who they speak to, and then they crafted themselves towards that. And as an artist, independent or as a band, you got to do the same thing. Who are you? And then who do you want to speak to? Now, who do you want to market to? Because it's the same thing. But just think about it a little bit differently, right? Take psychology into play a little bit. Instead of saying, who do I need to market to? Who's my customer base? Don't focus on that. Let me handle that, right? You focus on, all right, who am I speaking to? Who do I make music for? Do I make music for, like for me, for instance, I make music for that teenage year old Harcos who was rolling around listening to Pac and all these other people and stuff like that and could only half relate to the fucking music, but he still loved it, right? So Harcos, whenever he got big enough and got to where he could actually do the shit right, he started making music for himself that he can pop on his own music and not sit there and jerk off listening to it, but he could actually sit there and listen to it and be like, yeah, and I actually have a tear come down your fucking eye because you finally got that shit out and you're able to listen to something you 100% identify with. You know what I'm saying? I was going to hit the laugh. Music... I was going to hit the laugh clip clap, but then when you hit that uh shed the tear, I just stopped. <laughs> I was like, "Damn. It's <laughs> it's all good." But no, but for real, it it is that thing, you know what I'm saying? Cuz you're like, "Damn, mm. man, like I actually have the music that I wanted to listen to whenever I was growing up that nobody made." Well, now you can, you listening right here, right now can make the music that you've always wanted to hundred percent be able to relate to. You make it and you, you make it for that younger version of yourself, because there's people out there right now in the world, every single day that are that person, that younger self of you. So that's who, that's who you market to. And maybe they're a 35-year-old still trapped in their 16-year-old body, right? <laughs> or their 16-year-old mentality, you know what I'm saying, right? It's funny you maybe say Maybe there's that somebody too. like that. So, but you can so still break through that. and help them. Yeah, yeah, you can still break through and help them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what it is, you know? So, like, you know, whether you are, you know, so let's talk about some of KP's favorite artists, right? Whether you're Adam Calhoun or whether you are... This um, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, fuck. I had it in my head. I just lost it. What's the name of the dude from Don't you Pantera. dare say no fucking damn God. Oh, Phil himself. Phil, Phil and Solo, even, right? Hold on. No, right? y'all, whether, listen. Either, whether you're Adam Calhoun or you're God. fucking Phil and Selmo, two this of KP's says. most favorite fucking people on the planet, right? Whether you're them, you can still be political. Or whether you're a mortal technique, you can still be political. You can still do you. You can still be you. And people will love it, especially KP. He loves KP. You know, he loves, he loves Adam Calhoun. Especially he kisses my black ass. This nigga, especially when he teams up with, 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 with Tom McDonald, man. Just imagine, just imagine, just imagine this KP. All right. Don't get too excited, but imagine this. You got, you got, I'm gonna, I'm you got Adam really Calhoun. Right now. You got Adam Calhoun and you got Tom McDonald on a track. And then, Halfway through the track in the music video, guess who comes in? 
Phil Anselmo, and he's rocking it out, and they fucking switch the whole fucking tone of the fucking track, and he goes in to some extra shit. You're going to be sitting over there you like, know what's yes, I, my dream has come true on Martin Luther King's <laughs> birthday. My dream has come true. <laughs> I hate you right now. I, just, I swear I do. I can't stand you right now, man. It's all good. I just had to figure funny? out. You know I think we just funny, created though? the intro. That's funny. <laughs> but you know what? Now nah, I was just sitting there thinking about it like, oh, some real shit. Fuck Adam Calhoun and goddamn uh, Tom McDonald, first of all. I would never fucking do no music with they asses. And they probably never do no music with my black ass. You know, I don't give a shit. But Phil and Summer, that might be but different. Phil and Summer, hold up. Now, I have to say, I'm mad at you, Phil. Or I'm mad right at your motherfucking ass. I am. Mm-hmm. I truly am. I, I'm, I, I'm mad at you, motherfucker. But damn, dude. To do a project with him would be fucking just... What? Like seriously, man, it would be like that'd be sick. Wow, damn, what? Yeah, like man, really? Like straight up, man. I I I can't even front, bro. Like I can't. Well, that, and that's man. probably because you really... grew up on him. You didn't grow up on Adam Calhoun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so saying, just, but, but but I mean, here's the thing, man. It was just, man, when I heard, man, when I was fucking never forget at Western Michigan University, man. Big old Pat Kennedy, PK, shout out. Big man, fucking, he put on that shit, dude. He put on Cowboys from Hell. Bro, and he had to do it when fucking his uh, roommate, shout out to Eric Sane, man. Eric left and shit. And I was next, and I, because I was next to him in the, in the dorms, I was next door to him. And fucking Pat put that motherfucking Pantera on, dude. He cranked that shit. Oh. I went over, I went over there and knocked on the door and I fucking just said, I was like, man, do you mind? I chill with you, bro. He's like, fuck yeah, man. I said, I do. And we just sat there and just, just, oh man, just the fucking sound of it. It was just so fucking incredible. And next thing you know, Eric and them come, come back dog. And they see me just sitting there, just, just fist clenched dude and just I'm just sitting there just rocking just back and forth to this shit and just man me and Pat are just fucking vibe PK just vibing to this motherfucker dude oh man that out man and then he pulled out vulgar display of power that's one of my favorite fucking albums I was from Pantera through. I was through I was that's through. one of my favorite yeah dude I like cool. Pantera as well too and you know what really tripped my brain so it might have tripped your brain when you found out, you know, how racist undertones and shit like that, or, or not even undertones, but upfront tones were in there yeah. as well, too, you know, because they got the rock and roll inward song and everything like that. But like when I found out that they originally were glam metal or glam rock, and then they switched to fucking what they made, the sound that they made, mm-hmm. because they heard it off of a fucking local band and they're like, oh, we should do that. And then they fucking took it and ran with it. Yeah. That tripped me out. That tripped me out like a motherfucker. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Dimebag Daryl used to be Diamond Daryl. Yeah. And he used to have and diamond studs on and shit. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Fuck yeah. And even fucking like, it was like, even when with like down, like with other projects as Phil's involved with down, like down and shit, man. Like Super Joint Ritual and his fucking uh, Philip H. and Selma and the Illegals. Like, 
as you could tell, I I do. I just I, musically, man, he is he is such an influence on me, bro. Like I I've even there was a point in time where I said he was my number one influence. Like I I I took Michael Jackson down from and put him on top, dude. Like he fucking man. Oh yeah, he really does. I mean, I I can't even sit there in front. Yeah. He is definitely one one of my biggest. And that's how music affects people. So whenever you listening are creating the music, you need to create it for that little version of KP who was rocking out to fucking Phil and Summo. And he didn't know that one day he was going to love the music of Alvin Calhoun, you know, but shut up. He is you. I'm tired of you fucking saying that. motherfucking nigga. You keep. No, it's not Adam. It's not Adam. It's Phil. I'll just say it. Damn it. Okay. Yes. It's Phil motherfucker. It's Phil. Do you hear me? It's Phil. Not fucking Adam. Not fucking Tom. No, it's Phil. 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 Philip H. Anselmo is that motherfucker who is in my soul, man. Exactly. It's in my soul, dude. There, so when you make I music it, and you, you put mad, it out, dude, you got to make sure that you're inviting the same amount of intensity that KP yeah. just came with right there. You know what I'm saying? You you got to do that. That's how you put your shit out there. That's how you get fans, which is short for fanatics. Yeah. You got to make people as fanatic as KP or as close as possible because he is out there a little bit. He's as fanatic as I am, as I am intelligent as a genius, right? So, (laughs) (laughs) but no, for real though, like that's what you got to do. And so, you know, don't be afraid to do something different because if you do, if you look at what 90% of the people are doing and you do the opposite, yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, you're going to be ostracized. Yeah, you're going to have a hard way of it, but you run the risk of being more successful than them. Yeah. That, that's a hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to uh, talk or yell about KP? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I know I've been on, I'm kind of, I've been, I've been in that fired up little mood, like just a couple minutes ago. I just, no, nah, man. No, just, I get it, man. I've been in kind of a yeah. weird mood the past couple of days too. So, I mean, I had a couple of things go on, but still, I was kind of like, I don't know. It's just there's like something in the alignment of some fucking planets or some shit is going on. I don't man, know. You know, it's a new you know? year, man. Shit, it's like I think it's just we're just yeah, but it's like fucking like... half a month already into the new year. You know, it's not like it's the second day too. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe there's something. But well, it takes. Uh. I, I I think. It, well, it, it builds up. Like because mm-hmm. it's just the beginning. Still, it's still it's still mm-hmm. the beginning of the new year. So, I mean, oh yeah, for, and this still, year for, it's still January. And speaking of politics, this year is set to be an interesting one, to say the least. Highly so, uh, so what I would suggest everybody do to save your sanity is turn the news down a little bit, turn up some more Adam Calhoun and Todd McDonald, and just <laughs> kind of just vibe with it. All right, just you mo. <laughs> But no, for real. Turn if off I the get, fucking news a, and turn up the I music. If I get a hold, if I get a hold of the fucking editing, I swear to God, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking take that shit out. 
I swear you better get to the editing before I do damn you. Cause hey, this is hey, easy edit. This is easy editing, nigga. This is fucking easy. So I'm gonna be like cross be like, no, take that part out. Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll edit it just right. I'll edit it to where it sounds like you're saying I love Adam Calhoun. Oh, so <laughs> and that man is deep in my soul. You know what I'm saying? I'll take that part where you're talking about that man right there is deep in my soul. Adam Calhoun. Yes. Yeah, I can edit that shit for you, no problem. Oh man, I did say fuck Adam Calhoun, so now you're gonna sit there and mail you bastard. I'm gonna get I'm telling you, I'm gonna fuck with the video now if you're gonna you No, I'm, what playing, I probably... I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, de- I'm gonna fuck it all up. I'm gonna delete that motherfucker you <laughs> Don't delete it, goddamn. We just went through so much shit over the last you month about not do that to me, nigga. I swear <laughs> to God. It's all good. But <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to get the fuck up out of here. Obviously, you can tell we're on one. So uh, as always, you know, musicmakingsensepod.com for any and everything musicmakingsensepod. Make sure you hit us up on the socials, follow, like, share, everything like that. Tell people you know about us, other artists and everything like that. And then, you know, try to use all the information that we're giving you and stuff like that, you know, and and use it to your benefit. And if you got any questions or whatever, send us a message. We'll send you back, you know, help. No problem. If you want to hop on a consultation call with us, we get free initial consultation calls. You can sit down, you get a feel for us, talk to us, everything like that. And then we can build a plan to help you out, man. And whether you hire us to help you implement that plan or whether you take the ideas from that plan and run with it yourself, either way, we want to see you be be productive and be successful. And so whatever we can do to help you out with that, whether it's free information or not, we're here for you. All right. So if you're, yeah, yeah. if you're an artist, you're trying to be independent, you're trying, maybe you're just trying to work your way up to be popular enough to where a label will sign you, whatever your fucking deal is, hit us up. We can help you out. Keep tuning in here every single fucking week. As always, we will see you back here on the next episode. Yes. Yes. And y'all know yeah. where, where we are powered by y'all powered by Riverside FM. Absolutely. All day. Holla y'all. <laughs> Yeah.